This is episode 294 on April 4th, 2019. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I am Dave Podner. And I'm Greg McMillan. And Matt's not with us today because he's in a tournament or something like that. Well, at least that's what he claims. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll say he's on assignment. He's on assignment. That's right. Now he's, he's out, out there winning championships. Yeah, he's. Uh, we hope. <laughs> you know, for for a gentleman of his age, he, I, I have to commend him because I wouldn't be out there playing soccer. Um, <laughs> or if you if you're in the UK and the rest of the world, it's football. Um, <laughs> now nah, he's out. He'll uh, he'll be out uh, this week, um, and next week I won't be here. Um, I'll be on a trip to Maryland, uh, Maryland. So I'll be gone. So you guys will have to go on without me. <laughs> oh no. Crash and burn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of going on without, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's start off today by talking about what was released on our YouTube channel. So, uh, Greg, you released a video, a Chasing Landscapes video, and uh, I saw it. It was pretty cool. I liked it. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> yeah, it was, uh, it was actually filmed and put together last year, um, March of 2018. And it was when I had my iPhone 8 Plus and uh, my cousin Michelle, who's frequents in the uh, chat room, um, her and I went to a couple of spots that I really like to uh, uh, go to to get some slow shutter images. So uh, we both used slow shutter for a lot of the photos that we took. And um, and I actually did some video work with the uh, Osmo Mobile and, um, you know, just spent some time uh, at these rivers. And, uh, uh, you know, just all I... When I do these these videos, I I, <clears throat> I have yet to sit down and pre-plan how they're going to go. Yes. And so <laughs> what I end up doing is, uh, you know, I just I just do a bunch of footage, and when I get back home and and get everything on onto my Mac, I open up iMovie and I pull all the footage in and just kind of put it together in a way that makes sense, and. Um, uh, Michelle, she sent me a, a bunch of her pictures that she did with slow shutter, and um, you could tell the difference because she did her editing mostly in Camera Plus, and she liked to use the Clarify uh, feature, and um, it, it kind of gives it a different look, but it was a nice look. In fact, I remember last year, shortly after that uh, that outing, um, I think it might have been the next show that we did after that outing, we chose her. Uh, it was my my turn to choose post pick of the week, and I chose ah, one of her pictures from that yes. day. Uh, and it was a, a nice, um, you know, water veiling over the over these rocks and in the river. And it was it was really really cool. Uh, I, I still you know I still like that picture to this day. And <clears throat> excuse me, yeah, I have no no rhyme or reason for when I put these things together. At least I haven't to this point. Um, and they just kind of just seem to flow together and i i find some music um the the music that i chose for this particular video was uh from a, a youtube channel that mark uh pointed me to and it has all these um you know a great variety of of instrumental songs on there from you know varying in length from uh, a minute and a half or so to maybe 3 minutes or whatever and I just thought oh, I, I went through and I picked a couple that were that had a nice uh, sound to them and and maybe fit the mood of the video, and um, these these the any of the songs that I looked at anyway, uh, the, the licensing was you're free to use these for your for your videos, so um, you know there's no issues when you when you upload to YouTube that you won't have any issues with. Uh, um, nice. You know, people coming back and and giving you a takedown notice or anything. So, you know, it, it's nice that there's 
um, nothing to worry about in that respect. So, uh, but yeah, I, 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 when I did the video footage, I, I used my Osmo Mobile and I even did some slow motion sequences and whatnot. And, and I, I think it just kind of, you know, pardon my pun, but flows nicely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. I, I liked it. And, you know, it, even though it was from a year ago, you know, it, there's, you know, we're still in the same, um, season ish yeah time. definitely so you know it wasn't like you know middle of august and all of a sudden you see a video with snow on the ground <laughs> yeah that's right yeah you know if i if you'd go if you went up to that very spot say within the last week it would probably look exactly the same wow. you know the, the snow on the ground and everything because um in the wooded areas the snow obviously doesn't melt as quickly so uh you could probably find that up there now Speaking of snow, uh, Saturday, uh, it was 70, was it about 77 degrees, something like that? Uh, it, it was like low to mid 70s. And, uh, and then Tuesday rolls around and I walk out of the house, it's 40 degrees outside, no big deal, except there's snow falling. I'm like, what in the world is going on? And it ended up that it, it was, it was like eight thirty in the morning by nine o'clock, nine thirty. It was really coming down, and the temperature had dropped to thirty two degrees. Ooh, wow! <laughs> it's like all right, welcome to South Carolina. Um, wow! But uh, and then of course uh, yesterday it was uh, nearly seventy. Today it was about seventy four degrees. So yeah, we're. <laughs> <laughs> rub it in rub it in <laughs> yeah yeah i mean after all great we'll be getting snow until uh august yeah probably. <laughs> isn't that about average for canada <laughs> yeah. yeah so it yeah, was like it's, it's sometimes you, you wonder there's that little blip but, you know, of snow in between all the 70 degree weather <laughs> <laughs> mind you we we get some very very hot humid weather here yeah. where i am uh, and for the listeners who don't know where I am, I'm about two and a half hours northwest of Toronto. Um, so, you know, we get, we definitely get all four seasons here. Um, you know, and, and in the summertime, it's when it gets hot, it gets hot. Like, mm -hmm. and the humidity, because we're, you know, we've got the Great Lakes around here and, and Georgian Bay. I mean, the, the, there's so much moisture in the air. It just, oh, if you spend a, a few hours out in that humidity, you just want to crash. Yeah. Well, I, I, the other thing too is that um, I think this was the first snow of the season. <laughs> it's, it's that bad. <laughs> oh, 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 Joe, I got to send you that snow shovel. Yes, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. oh, still need to buy a snow shuttle. 14 years. All right. Um, <laughs> well, needless to say, good, uh, good job on the video. Um, it, oh, and you. I want you guys to go uh, to our YouTube channel, look for Tiny Shutter, and you will see that uh, Chasing Landscapes. All right. Now, something else I'd like to mention, too, uh, the, the waterfalls that these rivers come from and go to and whatnot. Like there's two very well-known waterfalls in this area and um, they're right on the Niagara escarpment. And so the Niagara escarpment runs from Tobamori, which is at the tip of Bruce Peninsula. And if you look on the map of, um, of the Great Lakes, you'll see Lake Huron and on the, on the, northern part of that and if you look at the east there's georgian bay but then there's this peninsula right in the center of those two bodies of water that's the bruce peninsula and the 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 um the niagara escarpment runs from there all the way down the peninsula through my hometown of owen sound down uh right down to niagara falls uh there's people in the area that have actually hiked the Bruce Trail that runs all along this, uh, the, the escarpment right from Niagara Falls right up to the tip of the peninsula. But there's a lot of really cool places along the peninsula or along the escarpment 
um, for photos. So I was talking to Mark on the phone the other night, and uh, I, I told him that the next video I do, or one of them anyway, uh, something. Okay, let's let's just put it this way. I gave myself the assignment this summer to make a, a video of the um, some of the areas of the Niagara Escarpment because it's a it's a really cool um, landmark and. Uh, I think it might make an interesting video. So watch for that sometime in 2019. That's all I could say. Nice. And, and Niagara Falls is in the uh, Lake Ontario. Is that right? Uh, Lake Erie, I think, isn't it? Uh, actually, I'm, I'm looking at it. When you mentioned that, Greg, I brought it up on Google Maps. It's it's the it, it's between the two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, you're so right. So it's between Ontario going to Erie. Yeah. Yeah, because Niagara Falls is oh, is yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. kind of the city of Niagara Falls is about halfway, almost halfway between the two lakes. Buffalo, of course, is down at the uh, the top part of Lake Erie. And uh, oh, okay, yeah. got it. <clears throat> yeah, cool. so so. Uh, the escarpment is is quite the thing. I mean, there's waterfalls in. in there's a city at the. Uh, I'm going to call it the southern tip. I'll say southwestern tip of Lake Ontario. There's a city called Hamilton. Mm. There is a plethora of waterfalls in and around that city. Uh, there, there, over a hundred. Over probably, I think it was a, like 115 waterfalls, right within that area. Uh, and it's all because of the escarpment. So uh, it's it's really it's a really cool um, it's a really cool place where I live because of that. Uh, you know, we don't have um, in my town. It's we don't have big city things. We have uh, it's more like a small town atmosphere. But the the landscape around here, it, there's plenty of opportunity for um, some really cool videos and photos and things like that. So I'm hoping to be able to showcase some of that over the, you know, over the next while. Very cool. I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Um, uh, so, yeah, we wanted to mention uh, to everybody to go see the uh, go see the video on YouTube. And I know Mark's really um, stepping up and. Um, you know, putting, uh, putting a lot of time and effort into the video part because, you know, uh, tiny shutter is, uh, for, for lack of better sense, it is an audio podcast, but there's, you know, it's an audio po podcast for visual medium. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, we, we do have Instagram and, and Facebook, but, to be able to showcase the stuff on YouTube is pretty cool. So uh, I'm glad, I'm glad Mark's doing that. <laughs> and, some, and something else that Mark mentioned on, when I was on the phone with him the other night is that with the videos that come up on the YouTube channel, we're really going to try to um, make them app centric. So the one that I just, uh, that they posted that was mine, the chasing landscapes was, basically a slow shutter video uh, with, with some video footage thrown in. And Mark has done, you know, one on Spectre and he's done some comparison videos and whatnot. So um, when I do say my, my next video of the Niagara Escarpment, I will likely try to showcase, you know, a certain app, like whether it's Halide or, or like an editing app or something. But, uh, you know, we're, we're going to try to, he wants to try to make, the um the videos app centric so you know focus on some of the apps very cool all right and uh there's another thing we wanted to kind of uh, mention to and talk about and it has to do with vision uh dave so tell mm. us what's going on i'm old <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to paraphrase a former Supreme Court justice, I'm old and I'm falling apart. <laughs> yeah, but you're not as old as me, Dave. You're not as old as me. <laughs> <laughs> catching up, catching up. So tell us so, what uh, tell us what you uh, what your experiences yeah, and yeah. some of your insights. Well, what happened is that in last week, um, 
annual eye exam. And luckily, new insurance this year. So that means I could get new eyeglasses this year instead of having to wait every other year. And after the exam, the doctor said, yeah, your 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 prescription's got need to, need to get stronger. Um, and I was like, well, I know I got bifocals last time. And they're like, yeah, you're going to need bifocals again, unfortunately. So um, I picked them up today. And there is a major adjustment period and not just, well, partially walking uh, because with the progressive bifocals, instead of the old fashioned lined bifocals that most people are familiar with, um, it gradually ish, uh, this one's a little more severe, but so I'm walking and I look down and everything's blurry unless I tilt my head down from a distance. Hmm. Um, But looking down to read is perfectly clear, which is a good thing. But it also means that now if I'm using, if I'm trying to take a picture or something on my phone and if I hold it above my head, it's blurry. Where if I look down, if I hold my phone beneath my, if you will, the horizontal of my eyesight, it's crystal clear. But as if I, as I'm moving it up, I have to move my phone away for it to stay clear. Yeah. And I know not everyone, hopefully, will have to get uh, bifocals or, you know, your vision stays in good shape, hopefully, as you get older. Uh, but that is something we have to think about of definitely if you're noticing that boy you know that that photo i took i thought it would be crisper and clearer than that it may <laughs> not be a bad thing to go see the doctor yeah um and I so when, you're, say, when you're holding your phone up dave yeah what like i know i wear bifocals as well so i find i'm you know if i'm holding my phone up say eye level mm-hmm. i'm actually my head is actually tilted back quite a bit in order to get the phone to look clear through my glasses. Right. And I found, at least with these new ones, if I have them, if I have, let's say if I have my head kind of level looking straight out and I'm, and I'm instead of tilting my head down, I, you know, look down with my eyes, keep my head kind of still, I can hold the phone at a normal, you know, 10 inches or so distance. But if I'm holding the phone up level with my eyes, if I hold it that close, everything's blurry. So I have unless, to unless unless you to tilt your head way back or move my arms way out. Right. So if yeah. I move my arms out, it's clear again. But if I move it in, it's blurry. So see what you got to look forward to, Joe. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so now you know you figure that most of the time you're taking a photo, as long as it's a planned photo, you're going to be holding it up to your head instead of holding it down to your waist. Yeah. So now I'm going to have to start adjusting in terms of either hold the phone further out, which of course means additional shake or like Greg said, kind of tilt my head back, which uh, besides just looking kind of weird when you're trying to do it. Well, I mean, you know, you got your, you kind of, you're kind of almost in a limbo pose, you know, standing up with your head, hold it back. Believe me, Dave, I am the epitome of weirdness when I'm, say, reading something on a wall somewhere. You know, say mm-hmm. you walk into a store and there's some there's some want ads or whatever on the wall and you go up and read them. There I am with my head cranked way back so I can oh. see out of the bottom of my glasses. Oh. <laughs> but, but, you know, it, yeah, so I, this, it is this something really... we have to think about, too, in terms of also in terms of like not only just taking the photo, but what let's say you're done taking the photo. Now you have to deal with the editing. You know, you're going to have to think about if I'm editing on my phone, I have to be careful how I'm looking versus having to, um, you know, edit on the computer, which now I have to be a little bit further away. Or if I'm editing on an iPad, which I'm normally halfway, I have to make sure the head tilts right. And it's just one of those things that you don't tend to think about till it actually hits you. That's yeah, a depth it, of field um, issue. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, it's a depth of field issue when it finally hits you. 
Oh, you laugh now, Joseph. <laughs> Sorry, bad joke. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all good. But you know what, though? This is this is really um, – I mentioned it to the guys in the pre-show. This is really something that um, most iPhone photographers will probably have to deal with because – the more you look at your phone, I'm going by personal experience here, but the more I look at my phone, which I do probably more than I should, but <clears throat> it's something that I enjoy. I enjoy reading news on it and and looking at pictures, Instagram, all that stuff. Excuse me. So I, I enjoy looking at the phone, and I think my vision has changed probably faster than had I not been looking at my phone over the last few years. And I mean, I'm going to be probably going for another eye exam probably later this year. And cause I'm in my fifties and my, my eyes are changing and, and I want to be able to see clearly, uh, especially when I'm taking pictures and, and editing and whatnot. So, uh, this is something that happens probably to a lot of people who take photos with their phones. Uh, I mean, I'll bet you if we put a poll on the Facebook page uh, or in the group, uh, you know, we'd probably uh, find out that a lot of people that do this kind of thing are wearing glasses. That that would be my bet. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you don't have to be old to have, you know, some of these issues. But I think I, generally with the older population, it's the is it the nearsightedness that goes bad or is it uh, where, you know, things are really close because, you know, everybody tends to kind of like lean back and throw their arms out as far as possible mm-hmm. to, to do yeah. that. Um, I, I never get and, the nearsighted, farsighted. Correct. Is it? No, is it Normally, it's yeah, a nearsightedness that ha- that gets into issues because th- most people don't really notice far focal issues that much because you're not really looking off in the distance at details. If you think about yeah, it, yeah, like when you're driving, you know, the only time you might have an issue is if you're looking for a street sign or something. But in general, like I could take my glasses off and I could drive no problem at all, and I have that. What do you call it, Dave? Stigmatism? Stigmatism, where, yeah. Yeah, where my one eye is good for distance and the other eye is good for close-up. <laughs> and <laughs> it, it, if I took my glasses off and if I looked at something about four feet away, everything is crystal clear. They both work great at that distance. But as soon as I try to read something in front of me, I, that's when I have to have my glasses on so that I can see what I'm reading. And then something that's far off in the distance, my glasses do make it look a little sharper. Uh, so it's, it's, oh, it, eyes are weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we need them. That's right. <clears throat> Help. Well, in, in 10 years, we'll, uh, re, uh, evaluate this issue and see what we're where we are and uh <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll look like mr magoo and <laughs> oh that's funny because oh. i and c- good i would say i was going to say that uh with my eye getting worse um at least and now admittedly i know that one data point does not count but given the amount of carrots i eat every day I should have perfect vision without any issue. If, <laughs> if it was just a matter of have enough, you know, vitamin A and your eyes will be wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I, I, if that was, if that was the case, I think we'd be all taking supplements and, uh, mm-hmm. correcting that issue. Oh, <laughs> well, cool. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be an issue and we're all going to have to face it at some point. And so who knows what, uh, what the future is. We'll probably have Apple eyes soon or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I. Yeah. I, I. <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember the commercial? Oh yes. Yeah. Too oh. bad you didn't have that. Do you? 
I don't, but I could probably dig it up sometime. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It, for those of you that followed us back in the uh, uh, lens wipe days and a little bit of tiny shutter, Mark mm-hmm. did a commercial called II, and uh, he did a terrible but great Johnny Ives uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> impersonation for II. Oh, we're going to have to dig that one up. Okay, cool. Let's go ahead and move on to our post pick of the week. Post pick of the week. All right, Dave, take it away. Yep. Yep. And looking through Instagram this week, since we're halfway through the challenge. So keep those pet photos coming. Uh, I think we're up to... Well, 88 comments as of now. Um, There's some replies, so not all photos on that. But and knows how Joe will not be here next week to help pick out and go through all those wonderful photos oh, of phew. the cats and the dogs and and the other and the other pets. I'm, I'm the pet Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this week, going through Instagram, uh, picked out one from Sooner Hipstography. Um, and Greg, you said this was actually, um, help me out here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jason, Jason Burroughs. Is that right? Yeah. I think, uh, assuming Greg. Oh, did. sorry. I, uh, sorry. No. I was muted there. That's yeah. Right. Jason Burroughs. And this is a photo, um, through a broken wooden fence to a, some kind of structure in the background. Uh, the fence is exceptionally clear. You can see the, the wood grain wonderfully in the, in the background. Some, Like I said, I can't tell exactly what structure, but there's a bright, vibrant red. And I'm guessing either like a beige or a war or maybe a washed out yellow color behind it um, that just pokes through the hole in the fence. So uh, to me, the kind of the contrast with the sh- with what's sharp is real close to you and what's far away is blurry and the um, contrast between the the natural colors of the wood the browns in front and just the the pop of color in the background just drew my eye to this yeah what are your thoughts greg yeah i kind of like it it um it really suits the uh, the vertical orientation of the image, but um, it uh, you know I like I like the the blurriness in the background and the sharpness of the of the fence in the foreground, and I don't know I could probably get some hate mail for this, but I've never really been a hipstomatic fan, but I do like this. Yeah, uh, it almost looks like it could have been done with Snapseed or, you know, basically any other editing app. Uh, it, I always perceive hipster or hipstamatic images as having, you know, uh, weird overlays on them, like, um, you know, like a grunge look maybe or something like that. But uh, but this one is is very clear and it has a, a nice vignette around it and. Um, uh, I, I, he's, he's done a really good job with it. I, I really like the edit that he did on it and the, the composition and, and the color. Like this, He could have made this black and white, but I'm glad he left it in color. Yeah. I, I really do like it. Yeah, I like it too. I like the crispness of the, uh, the, for, uh, yeah, the foreground and having the background out of focus is you know, very uh, appealing. And then the colors too are... Uh, are very cool so yeah i like it congratulations jason you are our post pick of the week week winner uh and just to uh let you know his um so he has two accounts and this one that we chose from the hipstamatic one is hipsta under o- underscore okay and sooner hips hipstography and so sooner means oklahoma basically <laughs> For those of you not in the United States, uh, uh, Oklahoma is, I guess, technically called the Sooner State or something like that. 
and, mm-hmm. and yep. hipster okay really? o- okay is for Oklahoma. Yeah, they're called Sooners, and I think it had to do with the the land uh, the land grabbing uh, in Oklahoma back when before it was an actual state. Um, there were land grants, and then there were people that would run out and grant grab the land, and I think they called them Sooners. <laughs> I could be mistaken, but I think that's that's where it came from. So, yeah, congratulations, Jason. You are our Post Pick of the Week winner. If you want to be chosen as Post Pick of the Week, go on to Instagram and just use the hashtag TinyShutter. Um, I will say this, that um, we choose the images and we, we, we look through them to make sure that they are done with an iPhone. We do have people that will... Um, uh, put the hashtag on a uh, DSLR uh, image. So we, you know, we do look for, for, for that type of stuff, but um, you know, we try to do it, you know, uh, choose images that were taken with an iPhone or a Android or something that is a tiny shutter. Um, so you will see uh, some images in there and they'll go, wow, that's amazing. Oh Yeah. DSLR, okay, you know, <laughs> and it's getting harder and harder to figure out what is uh, taken with a DSLR and what's not um, with uh, with the way that the uh, blending of uh, the blurring with the you know crispness of of being tack sharp, uh, it can be a little bit deceiving, but. To the professional eyeballs that we have, we can sometimes pick those out, which ones are not Tiny Shutter. <laughs> uh, also, hashtags help. Yes, hashtags <laughs> do help. And then if it's a cup of coffee sitting on a table with a fr- ref- window reflected in the surface of the coffee, we can now know how to pick <laughs> that up. <too. laughs> that's right. Oh, that's awesome. Um so yeah, uh, the other way is you can go on to Facebook and look for the weekly photo challenge. And right now it is pet photography. You can look through the other uh, challenges that we've had in the past, and um, you know, and it's a good way to get some uh, ideas and inspiration, and then also just go out on a limb and put your image out there. Who knows? We may choose it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, let's talk about nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, See here. Uh, Greg, what have you been up to? Well, I'm still recovering from the, uh, you know, the bronchial infection that I had. Uh, I'm, I would say... 85 percent uh so I, I got a little bit of ways to go uh i am scheduled to go back to work on monday uh mind you i'll i'll see how that goes and um i mean hopefully hopefully i'll be you know good there but uh i actually got out and took some pictures today nice uh i've, I've been i've been kind of uh, confined to the house over the last couple of weeks or so, doctor's orders. Uh, because of the infection, I, I wasn't, you know, I, I couldn't go and be around people, or, mm. um, you know, for the for the threat of, of, you know, giving somebody else what I had. So I've been a good boy and I've been staying home and I've been, I've watched more hockey games in the last two weeks than I have in the last five years. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I even watched the Sharks play the other night. All right. And, uh, but anyway, uh, so my wife and I, we went for a drive today and, and we picked, went and picked up her mom and took her out for a, for a little outing and got her some sunshine and whatnot. And we went to a couple of places, uh, where well, I think I only actually got out one in one spot and took a few pictures and I put one on Instagram just of the these waves coming in off the bay and I actually what I did was I put my uh, moment anamorphic lens on my phone and shot a photo that way instead of a vivid instead of a video um I've been seeing a few people do that with the anamorphic lens and it gives you a nice panoramic 
photo, but without having to use the panel featured in the iPhone to do nice. it. Nice. Um, so is that a sixteen uh, by nine just, um, aspect? It's uh, one to thirty-three. Oh, okay. Wow. Or whatever. Like it's the it's the real super widescreen type thing. And um, you ever you ever see you ever realize what it's like to when you get up in the morning and that first sip of coffee, how that feels. That's uh, how nope. I felt when I was actually able to take a photo. Oh. <laughs> it was just so nice to it was nice to be able to create an image finally after, you know, I don't I, I really don't know the last time I, I got out and took some pictures, but um it was nice to be able to, to shoot something and uh um you, you know, it was, but it was so cold. It was the wind was coming off the water and of course the water's like ice. It's, yeah. it's not frozen over now, but it's still very, very cold. It's a very cold bay that we have here. Even in the summertime, the water is really cold. But um, so the wind was blowing right in my face, and my eyes started watering, and all this stuff. So I was able to get a few pictures anyway, and uh, it was just nice to be able to get out of the house and, and do something like that. So, nice. but that's that's been about the oh, and I guess I should mention the other thing I did was I posted last week. We talked about the um, uh, the optical illusion or yes. computational conundrum. That's what I called it about the reflection in the coffee cup. So I posted it on, uh, on my, on medium, the website medium, that's where I'm posting my stuff now. And, um, I posted on there, my, my blog post about it and included Michelle's pictures that she sent me. And, uh, so if you're wondering what the heck we're talking about, if you didn't hear last week's show, you can go back and have a listen or you, you can go to, um, go to medium dot com and look for Macmillan. I think that's my my username on there. Um, but I think I put a link in the Facebook group as well. Yeah, uh, I, and I was totally wrong. <laughs> I, I didn't want to tell you that last week. I wanted to, I wanted to get the blog post out. <laughs> but I mean, you were making you were making good sense though. Yeah. Well, but. Uh, I even put a diagram in my post to illustrate the physics of what we were talking about right. and why, why to answer Matt Hoffman's why he asked why so many times about that. Yeah. Uh, so I put a, a, a diagram in there that, um, you know, that I, I, I copied it, basically copied it from another website, but I, I put the credit of the website in there and where I got it from. And, um, and then the rest of it, I basically put in my own words uh, because I wasn't going to go, you know, copy and paste from another website. I wanted to uh, try to see how well I could um, get my point across anyway. So yeah. I, well, I, you I don't, think you don't want to be was, a, um, uh, what's it called? Um, what are those sites that we usually get, like 9to5Mac and uh, uh, Petapixel? Oh, yeah. You, know, you, just, where, <laughs> you just put down the, you know, you, the you just copy and, and paste the... Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. No, I, I, I definitely wanted to put it into my own words and, and uh, hopefully make, make sense of it all. Nice. Well, cool. Uh, Dave, what, what have you been up to? Well, I got actually a chance to get around some mini waterfalls. Um, and did some I call that the kitchen and... sink. Hmm? I call that the kitchen sink. Uh, not that yeah. artificial. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is more near a spillway up near a park near us. So I was able to, I, I saw this as like, oh, this would be a perfect chance to, che to check out a Spectre um, app. And especially with, and they've been, like I said, we've, we said it last week too. They just keep on coming out with the updates and the tweaks, which is amazing for such a, sm a small operation being able to update as quickly as they do and got a couple really nice shots um doing i believe it was five second exposure that i did and it was kind of neat because there was someone in the background uh running past and it took them out completely and without any artifacts or anything else in the background nice so that turned out really well. Um, and I tried using the 
um, the slow shutter with camera plus two to try that out, which I know uh, that really should be done, not handheld, but um, this was actually right before a race I ran last Saturday. So I do really didn't have any equipment per se. <laughs> uh, it's kind of hard to run with the tripod <laughs> or a monopod. So uh, they kind of frown about? on carrying large <laughs> metal p- objects around you or around yeah. with you. But that one, it, it didn't honestly, it didn't turn out as buttery smooth as Spectre, but it still turned out good. And I was able to do a couple little edits on it to um, give it a kind of um, an oil painting feel to it, which was nice. kind of a nice I, I thought it turned out as a pretty nice touch. Nice. And that's always kind of the honestly, it, it's almost the old fashioned Instagram fallback of. The photo was okay, but not great. So let me throw some filters on it. <laughs> so it turned out, and like I said, I went a little more abstract, and it turned out good too. So, and it lucked out completely with the weather um, for the race because it was a beautiful lower fifty degree weather during the race. Um, no winds, no rain, nothing else bad going on. Overcast. Um, so also good, also good for photography because on Sunday we had snow flurries Yeah, and race time would have been in the lower, I uh, probably in the lower thirties. So much, much nicer, much nicer to do a half marathon when it's 50 versus lower thirties. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, um, I had that car show on Saturday um and so i was really busy i i you know i ended up i was there from like 8 a.m until almost 5 p.m with the setup doing the show and then cleanup but we had a really good time and i didn't take nearly as many images as i would have liked to have but i think the next one i will uh, because I'll have a better idea of how to get people in place that need to be in certain spots and um, not not trying to take too much on myself with the show. Um, but I did get some video, and I, and I realized that I've been shooting most of my videos at 60 uh, frames a second. So, uh, you know, trying to hold it uh, nice and neat and with it I, I was able to kind of capture um some images some basically i would pause the video and have a crystal clear image and i would screenshot it <laughs> um i'll quickly put this in our uh in our chat so you can see um but uh, one of the guys he brought a 59 impala it is nice. I think it's a 59. It is beautiful. Um, let's see here. It's almost there. It's loading up. Um, and immaculate, a teal, uh, teal color. And oh, that's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, you know, it, I, it was the crowd favorite. Um, and, uh, you know, so I, I should have gotten some better shots. I thought I took some pictures of it and then I just realized I only had video, uh, but I was able to, you know, take that screenshot and, and, and the screenshot looks good. I mean, it looks like, uh, you know, a decent, it looks like a photo. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, no, it was really, it looks like it looks like it doesn't even, doesn't even look like it was taken out of a video. Right. And that's crazy. I'm, you know, I'm still kind of like, I knew this day, you know, the, you know, I knew this was coming, what, about four or five years ago. Um, but, you know, with the 60 frames per second, it adds that extra crispness to the, uh, to the image. And I imagine with 4k, uh, you can definitely do a lot with it, but not to say that our style should be, you know, shoot video and then go through it and hope to pick out something, you know, that's not, that's not what I'm saying, but I was at least glad I was able to 
you know, do that because I was thinking, oh, I need to get that. Oh man, I didn't get a picture of that of that Impala. That thing was sweet, and I was like, wait a minute. And so I went through the video and found it and it kind of framed it just right. And I'm like, okay, there we go. That's how I want it. And I captured it out of the, out of the video. So, um, I'll put that, actually, I'll put that on Instagram and do that real quick for people to be able to see by the time you're listening, it'll already be up. So let me pull that up. And Joe, I'm, I'm looking at it now, and I'm thinking that's actually a 58 Bel Air. It's an Impala. Well, I th- Impala was a... I forget which one it was. One one was like a, um, a level of the other. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was like the Bel Air Impala. Yeah, this here. Yeah, and the only reason I'm saying that is I think my dad, if he would hear this, would start yelling at me trying to. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the the Bel Air was the Bel Air was the model, and the Impala was the, um, oh, the help me out here. It would oh. be is sort of like. Um, it's funny because Bel Air became. Uh, it, it kind of switched, and um, yeah. uh, the the different models became what you're what you're describing now. Yeah, and then uh, like Impala was a model, uh, Caprice mm-hmm. uh, was a model, and um, I, and then event you know eventually, well prior to that, Bel Air was the model, like you said, because you had the yeah. The 55, the 56, and the 57s, which were the most prominent um, in the Bel Airs, but then all these other ones started coming out. Um, There was, I mean, there was. What's that? I would say, kind of like today, if you look at a car, they have the model level, the, the, like, say you, uh, you have like a, let's say a Civic, but you have the, EX, you have like the LX, right. EX levels of the individual car then. But back then, they actually gave them, you know, uh, names instead right. of just the the LX or LTZ or LS right. model of a particular car. Yeah. Um, there was a couple GTOs. There were, um, oh, there was a 65 Riviera. Uh, that was pretty sweet. Um, my dad had a 66 Riviera and that thing was a sleeper. I took it on the freeway one time and looked down. I was going 95. I'm like, Oh, whoops. <laughs> um, before mm-hmm. you knew it, That's you were just dangerous. Flying. <laughs> I thought I was going 60. <laughs> um, but you know, it, it was really neat to have those vehicles there. Um, and, and, I love car shows. So next time I'm going to do better myself and, uh, you know, try to try to hopefully not worry too much about the show and actually, you know, take some, take some photos and have fun. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well, uh, so just, is, just real, just real quick, Joe, before sure. we, um, before we tie it up here, uh, I just wanted to, um, add to Dave's point about Spectre, um, <clears throat> Ben Sandowski, who, who's the kind of the engineering guy behind the, behind the app and Sebastian DeWitt does the, um, uh, the designing of it. Um, he put a post on medium on their, their blog about, uh, it, it's the first of three uh, posts about Spectre and why it was built as a standalone app as opposed to incorporating it in with Halide. So I'm I'm going to post that on the Facebook group for uh, I'll post a link there for people to go and have a read. Uh, some really interesting um, insight and and information as to how that app came about and and why they made it a separate app. Um, the other two posts, one's going to be about the design. And I forget what they said the third one's going to be about, but um, uh, it's a really good read. So I'll put a post on the Facebook group about that. Cool. Awesome. All right. Well, let me go ahead and uh, let's play this.
We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Barely. All right. Uh, let's go around and tell everybody where they can find you. Let's start with you, Dave. Sure. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter as ProfPod and in the Facebook group as Dave Podner. Awesome. Uh, Greg. Uh, you can find me on Instagram as McMillan Photo, on Twitter, McMillan underscore photo, and in the Facebook group and the Artful Eye Photography community is Greg McMillan. Awesome. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferreira. You can find links to our show notes, to our YouTube channel, our Facebook group, uh, even our, I think our uh, newsletter is on the website how to sign up for that that's the newest mm -hmm. thing that we have uh all by going to tinyshutter.com and uh matt will be back this next week hopefully i'll be gone but uh he'll be back and hopefully have some good uh war stories about his uh excavates <laughs> um <laughs> uh, so hopefully he's able to walk but you know I think he'll do it. <laughs> yeah, he's young. That's right. <laughs> he's just a little bit older than than me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he's a lot younger than me, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, why'd you guys say goodnight to everybody? Good night, everyone. Everybody. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, flaming disaster. And the other 5%, irrelevant, sir. There is always a man at a wedding who is not in any photograph, who can go anywhere. You can carry an equipment bag around with him if he likes, and you never even see his face. Ah, the photographer, excellent. Thank you. Uh, may I have a look at your camera? Brilliant, ruthless, and almost certainly a monomaniac. Though, in fairness, his photographs are actually quite good.